Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. labels youtube page and today we are diving into yg um i know last week i said i would uh you know dive into yg now i i kind of modified it and that i dove into big bang big bang's page because big bang has 773 videos i decided to and it took me and honestly took me the whole week to go through all of their videos and there's a reasoning behind that but before we get into it um one of the things and we had a little live stream last night with some of the listeners of this podcast one of the things that i really liked about um or i've liked seeing so far this week um i i really liked and i figured out later on the fact that it was just for a reality show but the boys and they're like their promotional stuff for the reality show that they have going on is so cute. It's like perfectly well done, like 80s vibe with, you know, them talking about like their feelings or whatever. And it's like, Josh, not Josh. I'm um, sorry, 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 sorry. Kevin isn't always nice or so-and-so needs to get away from depression or new is kind of jealous. I don't know. Just like things like that are just like weird and like unexpected. Um, I feel like that makes people want to go watch the reality show when you have like a different sort of artistic way of like pulling people in rather than just, you know, the typical highlights. Um, Another thing that people that a group is doing to, you know, hype up um, their, I guess, debut weekly, weekly, I don't know, it's like three E's, Um, but weekly, it has been doing some sort of thing called weekly story. Um, And it's like a mix between and uh, a sci-fi sort of extraterrestrial sort of thing that they're trying to touch on and again like an 80s vibe like and here we have so-and-so and she's gonna have some coffee and then next she's going to do this I don't even know I don't know why I always like resort to 80s vibe I'm not good at descriptions that's why I don't describe things I'm better at interviewing the people about their own opinions so my opinion is normally not uh the best but uh and descriptions and being descriptive but I would say that uh the way that they are doing the the uh, teasers to whatever debut that they're about to have I think those that's really cool and pretty well done so I'm going to try to think of different ways to, you know, I'm not the artistic person in that way, but I'm going to try to like look in different ways to like spruce up my stuff with, you know, cool little ideas as such. Um, And speaking of a group that has consistently spruced up their ideas and kind of taken different uh, approaches to promoting themselves or just segueing their, uh, you know, typical uh, their brand they might have had early on to now, you know, I think that is Big Bang. And at first, obviously, I knew who Big Bang was. I I did know about Ventastic Baby back in 2012. And I uh, thought that until, I think it was until 2018, I was like, Fantastic Babies by Shiny. And then I realized that Fantastic Babies actually by Big Bang. Um, I don't know. I guess I didn't have it in my playlist under Shiny. I don't know what I was doing. But um. I wasn't really interested in Big Bang. I knew they were, obviously. Um, I didn't really know their music, and I didn't, like, look into it. Um, And it was 
a blessing, I think, that I was able to finally come into it. And I'm really happy that I did because I must say that Big Bang might be musically, honestly, artistry-wise and musically and music video and all that stuff, they are so creative and they might be one of my favorite groups. Um, And their music is just so good. Um, I'm going to play a little clip of me playing Chada or Zada, Jada whatever, however you pronounce it, how I'm going to play a little clip of me playing that for my brother. Um, he said that was quote, um, the best rap he's ever, he's, he's the best K-pop like rap sort of song he's ever heard that I've played for him. Also, he said that, uh, GD and top have great flows. Expect nothing less, obviously. Um, so yeah, here it is. Natural, never that's that was probably the best K-pop song ever. What? No, it's not better than Hong Kong. So. But you like the song? Yeah, it was probably the best rap song that you showed me. Okay. Um, So obviously now I'm introduced or interested in the group itself. Um, I talked to the co-host of the other podcast that I do called uh, In My Feels with Dre and Dre is a huge VIP. Um, And, you know, I was like, Dre, I didn't get it. You know, the Big Bang thing. And now I do. And he was like, you know, Big Bang, you could see they all have, they're all like individuals. And I that made sense after I thought about it. When I think of other groups, it seems like the group comes first and then they're individuals. Big Bang seems to be, uh, I mean, maybe their earlier debut days, but like it definitely seemed like they had, it, well, like at first it kind of seemed like it was G-Dragon and his friends. But, um, you know, I think over time they've definitely obviously have done their fair share of solo things. But at the same time, they each have their own, as Dre says, also their own color. And that's, I don't think they even have to force that they have their own color. It's just so natural. And another thing that I think is really cool and that I found with their YouTube channel was that a lot of other YouTube channels, and maybe it's because they're just second gen groups, so they don't really, they, they didn't do this at the you know beginning, but at least on their YouTube channel right now, the Big Bang YouTube channel, it might be on maybe different on the YG channel or another channel, but Big Bang doesn't really have any series where it's like, oh, come get to know the members. This is top, and we're going to sit down and we're going to play this random game with each other. There was like a YouTube series that they did where they kind of went on the short little camping trip before I before they went to the military, I believe it was until 2017. Obviously, I guess it would have been in 2017, but it was 2018 when they they did the little, I can't remember. But either way, they don't really do like the, the typical like, let's get to know that it was like a forceful like, this member is blah, 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 or this member is, you know, whatever. They kind of, you kind of figure out who they are, I feel, through their very, and that's the thing, their YouTube is very in that way because they don't have like special like behinds or like, not special behinds, but like, like, little series that they have going on it's just sort of like music video behind music video tour behind the tour like it's just very cut and dry like this is you know you're getting you're gonna get the behind the scenes you're not gonna get like this fluffed up like sit down let's talk about things 
unless now um they haven't had anything in the channel in i think about a year um and today actually our uh Taeyang posted something about a documentary that he has going there's it's in episodes but it's on his personal youtube channel um, yg Taeyang, if you want to go look at it or maybe yg young Bay, but i'm pretty sure it's yg Taeyang. And the members are talking about him, but I didn't. I didn't go into their personal YouTube channels. I just went on YG's or uh, Big Bang's official YouTube channel. So going through, um, after watching Happy Together um, last year when they were on Happy Together in 2016, they had mentioned how how uh, Taesong is pretty big in Japan, and I didn't realize it until like he's huge in Japan. One of the things with YG's YouTube channel is that. I would say majority of the videos are either tour like songs like showing the live tour videos of songs in certain locations or it's promotion or music music videos or promotions of the upcoming DVDs and things that they have coming out. So my Lanta like their ads for tour TV DVDs are like infomercials with like this big bang tour in Osaka like big bang like uh and and they have different versions of the, to- the of the ad spots so like there's there's big bang um you know in osaka uh tr- uh ad spot movie version that's one thing ad spot live version ad spot trailer deluxe version and it's like god dog like y'all it's a lot of just like and this is what comes in the pack and then even like towards the beginning of their career like when it's like they're promoting Big Bang Live or the big show. And it's like there's a little thing at the bottom like saying like where you can buy it. Like, oh, buy on iTunes or blah, blah, blah. Or like purchase on blah, blah, blah. Like it's very infomercial-y, um, which I thought was really interesting. And they kept that – they've kept that up into the recent years too. Like D-Light – or obviously D-Light is Taesung. Um, so D-Light – that's his like his Japanese stage name or just his, his, his solo stage name. But they're like D-Light in Fukuoka – and he did this tour and like he like his little showcases that he has so there's a lot of that that happens on their YouTube channel um like i said they have a lot of tour behinds and highlight videos of the tours as well um and multiple types of the ad spots as well oddly enough just going to say someone i know uh you know obviously it was way before the whole sungri like you know debacle but someone i know is in that sungri so when he was filming his solos um where are you from and 123 they did this like they threw flew or they brought a bunch of fans in to like come you know I think a lot of the fans to be honest were influencers because definitely the person I know is is a influencer they were a VIP and like before all this came out like you would you know you would assume that they would go if they were invited to go do this they'd be like oh yeah I'll go also the 773 videos I know that was like oh my god I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through this it wasn't as daunting as it seemed to be because like I said it was a lot of tour live videos or a lot of like the the ad spots okay they also had a lot of and the ad spots were also like not just for tour dvd stuff it was also for like their artist exhibition like their a to z thing that they did they had this sort of exhibition that they did where they created their own artwork um in like a huge warehouse studio sort of thing and fans got to come like look at it or people got to come look at it um and so they had like a to z for singapore a to z for tai- uh, uh, uh taipei like they had just a bunch of uh, a to z for wuhan like they had just a bunch of videos for like ad spots or like takes out majority of those 770 videos i'm not even kidding it, it felt like i was watching the vibe that i got very early on and a lot of people have said this um and when i've done the radio show and watching some of dre's stuff it's like even with icon there always seems to be like this party that's like the end of of a lot of 
YG songs, but specifically with Icon and Big Bang, I need to look into Winner. I really don't know anything about Winner except for Mino. I don't, I just know him, who he is, but like, I don't know much about him. Anyway, um, and obviously I know that they won through uh, what the show, Who Was Next, but it felt like I was watching a party. Like, they just seemed like really cool, like, dudes that are just like like to party like to have fun chill that kind of vibe that's what I got from that even besides uh you know Taesung being really big in Japan so when they say like big bang in Guangzhou uh like they would have uh they would have Japanese lettering under it and so like you'd have Japanese let uh, that's probably like not the thing because I don't know what China I don't think China and Japan's relationships were very well good but um I think it was like they would have it just in videos they would have Japanese uh, characters or letters under it, um, and so they were as a as a group pretty big in Japan. Um, maybe I'm just now realizing that I I'm sorry. One of the things I realized, and I I, I knew it from watching Kwan um, uh, Jiung the Kwan Yijong Kwan Jiung yeah Kwan Jiung um, the documentary uh, the YouTube documentary. I realized I loved GD's ad libs, and especially in obviously Superstar, where he's like. I ain't got nobody. Hello? Or he's like, oh, and baby. Oh my gosh. Yes, I love it. Um, Obviously, like I said, Zutter is that shit. Like, it is the ish. They just don't give a fuck. I love that. Um, Also, just want to say GD is like the coolest dude alive. Uh, He is, he is like, talk about, he's swag. He's chill. He's just so sick. And I don't know. I was just very mesmerized by him. I thought everything he did was kind of, it was very genuine to the fact that he was like, he, he's a natural born entertainer, obviously. And I think he might be like an alt bias sort of thing because I just, there's just something about him that just, I'm like, wow, he mesmerizes me. Um, another thing, uh, Taeyang seems to give really good hugs. Um, there were, there was a dance, uh, it was back in 2012. There was a dance competition where a lot of cover groups got a chance to like cover, you know, Fantastic Baby, and uh, YG picked um, the best groups from like around the world, and so they flew out and you know had like this. You know, they attended this very personal like fan meeting sort of showcase. It was fan meeting, and um, they went backstage. Those groups that won, and everyone they were like all hugging each other, blah blah blah. And Taeyong was just giving these like all encompassing like. Like when people, you know, when people hug you from like the bottom, not like, not like from your legs, but like they kind of like swoop in and hug you. It was like that. And I was like, you have, oh, it looks like you have good hugs. And the way he's interacted with Jay before, I'm just like, he's a nice dude. Like Taeyong seems like a nice dude. Um, now on top of all of this, I knew that Big Bang was pretty big about cultural appropriation and, or however you want to call it. Um, just, you know, appropriating black culture, but my gosh, as a black woman, at first I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And then over time, I'm going to be honest, over time I was like, they've been doing that since 2006. Like, they, Taeyong's been wearing cornrows since 2006. And those videos, early 2006, are like, like they were, uh, they were trying their darndest to be black, okay? I'm just going to say that. That's just how I feel. And, uh, you know, if... I think I think it's it's one thing to I think it's one thing to, you know, do it for like a day, like Miley Cyrus. Um, also I love Miley Cyrus, just gonna put that out there. But it's just one thing to, you know, wear cornrows for a day and then think it's fun. But then it's another thing I think on that's I guess the YG vibe. But definitely they were not shy about, you know, 
going for it and they went for it hard. And you know what? If you go for it, you go for it hard. And um, it seems like they definitely knew their stuff about, you know, whatever they were trying to emulate. Over time, as I was watching their videos, I was like, I'm not I'm not mad at him. To be honest, I'm not mad at him. And for example, in uh, Taeyang, I think it was in Only Look At Me. No, and Where You At? He literally, I was like, am I watching Neo or am I watching Taeyang? And then he said, yep, how Trey Songz does it. I was like, oh my God, I might be watching Trey Songz too. Like they just, he was just, and this was like prime Trey Songz time too. So it was just so interesting to see that. Um, Also, I really liked about Big Bang. I like the fact that they have, uh, they, they, again, they have themselves and they go very hard into these like stage vibes. It almost reminded me of how like EXO has EXO and then like XXO, like, or they have their like otherworldly type looking dudes, um, or similar to how like Mark and like Taeyong, like completely switch up. Like, that's what I, I like seeing that in an act where they can go from one, like being really chill to like a completely alternate, like personality, like Sasha Fierce to Beyonce. Um, I think that's so cool. And that's one of the things I liked looking at Big Bang, um, and, and analyzing them in that way. Another and monster like when they they have the other contacts and the way they're just looking at the camera it just makes them seem it just adds a whole other element to their artistry I think that's what I really enjoyed I have to say they do love them some white girls there are so many there is so many every single nearly every single love love interest except for a few shout out to Jenny every single love interest seems to be a white girl um and that's not a bad thing but I was just like dang y'all can we can we switch it up or what actually one of the things that I thought was cool I think it was in there. They were their tour promo again, another tour promo or you know promo for something. Their tour promo they were promoting for uh, made. There were a couple of black girls in there. There was one black girl for sure, but that tour made promo was sick, like sick, like they made it like this classic Hollywood like gangster type thing, and it was just I got chills watching that because it was just so good. I just like how they they put them in these other little like personas that obviously I guess doesn't really hold up to who they are as like individuals. Obviously in Kwon Jin Young, like they're they're not gonna be that stage presence all the time. But I just like how they they made them into that and they do it well too. So that's I, I like that as well. I also like how during uh, towards the beginning of their their career, they had a lot of storyline videos. Obviously, Haru Haru, um, only look at me. Uh, that was a cool video with a really really nice storyline. Um, I think it was like, Tae- oh, oh, it was a uh, Taeyang had this girl and she kind of left him and she left him for like all the members of of Big Bang, except for him. And then he woke up and it was a dream and he was just laying on her lap. I thought that was so cute. Um, also, number one song, the song number one song. Um, that's all in English, which is interesting. Um. And it was a pretty good song. Um, a Fool of Tears, We Belong Together, La La La. Like those throwback, like cool songs. I just, I was I was really floored. I really was, I didn't expect to like, you know, their older stuff. Because um, when I look, I was about to say like right after I got past Fantastic Baby and I was going deeper into their, um, you know, 2010 and before, I was like, mm, yeah, maybe I don't like this. I just, I just felt it. I was like, ah, you know, I don't really, when I've looked back at K-pop in those times, I've always been like, hmm, I don't know if that's my vibe. Um, and they call those like the golden years, which I need to look up. I don't understand why they call them the golden years because I mean, it's, I guess it's, you know, it's a widely stated opinion, but I, uh, some of the songs that just during that time, I didn't really feel. Um, so when I was going back, I was like expecting not to like their older songs, 
and I ended up liking all of them. Um, and yeah, I would say Big Bang, it, you know, you got me, you got me. I know they've had their fair share of controversies. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, anything that they've done that is, you know, illegal and or, uh, completely violent and just morally wrong, I am not supportive of it. I will say that much. Um, so that's not me out here supporting people that uh, do not, you know, sit well with my morals and I'm sure a lot of other people's morals. But I have to say, uh, just as a group, the group Big Bang itself, if you guys have any ideas for podcast episodes, please let me know. Um, one of the listeners sat. She suggested, you know, talking about merch uh, collectors or like huge merch people um, within K-pop. And there's someone that's a part of the TD Discord, Truly Daybok Discord, um, that has like a, over 500 uh, albums in her collection. And I am very interested in looking into it. She's also an Oh My Girl stan. Um, so I, I think I'm going to look into that and, uh, you know, see if we can interview her because she seems pretty cool. So thank you guys so much for listening to Believe in K-pop. Um I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I was kind of rambling, but I hope this just gave you a little bit more of an idea of maybe how YouTube, Big Bang's YouTube is. I, I'm interested to see how Blackpink's compares to to them. And also one more thing about Big Bang that I really like. For a group that debuted obviously in 2006, they started their YouTube in 2009. All of their videos prior to 2009 were all posted like on the same day. It was like August 26, 2009. I think they were just like, okay, starting YouTube, let's post all our videos that we have on here and they don't have as many views as you would expect maybe on you know they have their videos on one the k or you know yg's actual youtube channel as well and they might have more views there but like they range from like one to seven million on their own youtube channel so um that was interesting but um one of the things i have to say because maybe it's also because like i said it's a lot of tour spots it's a lot of like um ad spots it's a lot of like tour like you know, videos, but they have 773 videos. And like compared to a lot of other groups that don't even put up their tour stuff, like they were pretty consistent, you know, over the past, um, 11 years, they've been pretty consistent in what they are nearly 11 years and what they, you know, they post on, you know, their YouTube. So, um, props to them, props to YG in that respect for, you know, posting, um, a large amount of content, you know, for fans to, you know, be able to look up. Now, I mean, I guess it's not the same, I would say, obviously, as, like, as doing uh, what NCT127 is doing for their, like, their punch comeback. They're making, like, a late-night show remake. Like, that's a lot of production that has nothing to do with the tour, you know? So, and sadly, their tour has been uh, postponed indefinitely, so that sucks. But, um, yeah, so it's interesting. Also, that was interesting how they canceled that, like, only, like, two or three weeks before the tour happened. It was, like... I don't know, probably, uh, you know, a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes things we don't know about that they probably had to figure out. But either way, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just not discrediting the other groups that, have to, that like, literally have their own little series and vlogs and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about Big Bang. Um, this, you know, hopefully we can come back with Blackpink next week. No promises, but that's all we have for today. Thank you for uh, listening to Believe in K-Pop, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.